Well, thank you for joining us for Let's Pray, a ministry designed to help and encourage through Bible reading and prayer. And I'm Brooke Suttle, the pastor of Royal River Baptist Church in Yarmouth, Maine. Our scripture reading is found today in Psalm 80, verses 1 through 3. And uh, we're going to be continuing our thought on a plea for consideration. Uh, and we will look at the person of God. Uh, Psalm 80, verses 1 through 3 says, Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock, thou that dwellest between the cherubims, shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Stir up thy strength and come and save us. Turn us again, O God, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. As we look at this psalm of Asaph, I told you that the whole psalm revolves around this thought of uh, turn us again, O God. It's mentioned in three verses in this psalm, in verse 3, in verse 7, and in the last verse, uh, Psalm 80, verse 19. And we've talked about the outline, a plea for consideration, a look at the person of God, a plea for consolation in verses 4 through 7, a look at the punishment of God, and verses 8 through 19, a plea for confirmation and conformation. And that's a look at the people of God. And we're continuing our thought on a plea for consideration, a look at the person of God today. And we've already looked at, uh, they were looking at and considering as, and, and pondering uh, as they called upon God and asked God to hear their prayer and to consider them. Uh, they were considering something themselves. They were considering who God is. We talked about his pastoring. Uh, which speaks of his guidance. They called on him and said, Please hear us, O shepherd of Israel, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock. And so they were looking for guidance from God. They needed it in this desperate time, in this time of chastisement. But not only did they did they can look to God and look at the person of God, who God is, but they looked at where God is. And this deals with his presence. It says in verse 1, Thou that dwellest between the cherubims. And so not only did they look at who God is, but they took a look at where God is. And his presence speaks of his glory. They say, you dwell between the cherubims. They're talking about in the temple as he's there in uh, above the Ark of the Covenant between the cherubims where his glory, uh, his presence was. And uh, that was seated above the Ark of the Covenant, above the promises of God, uh, above the care of God, uh, in that, in, in above the government of God. In that, uh, in that Ark was housed uh, the Word of God, uh, and at one time was housed the Rod of God, and a pot of manna. Uh, in that, we know later. Uh, that those things were no longer there. It was just, it was just the word of God, the covenant of God that was in the ark of the covenant. But it represented three things. It represented God's government, which would be represented by the rod uh, that the Lord told them to lay up for the ark whenever the rebels uh, would raise, be raised up again. That uh, they just pull that rod out and and remind them of what God had done. Uh, in the past, uh, as they pulled out that rod that was blooming and budding and had almonds on it, it was a reminder of the authority 
uh, that God had given uh, to the priesthood and the government of God. It showed how God would provide for his people by the manna in the pot uh, that God provides and takes care for his people. And then, of course, the promises of God, the covenant of God, uh, there in uh, represented uh, by the tables of stone. And so here they come to this place and they said, we're looking to you. We want you to hear us and consider us. We're considering your person, that you're a pastor, you're a shepherd that leads us. We need your guidance. But Lord, we also recognize that you're, you're a God of glory. And we want to recognize you for who you are. And he was dwelling in this place of worship. And if we're ever going to get the ear of God, we're going to have to come before him in worship, recognizing that he's the one that deserves the glory. I don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. Nobody deserves glory and praise but our God. And so if we come to him and we want him to hear us, we can't come to him in arrogance and in pride. We have to come recognizing that he's a God that deserves worship. And so let's go to the Lord in prayer and talk to him about this. Father, thank you that you're a God of, of that deserves praise. You're a God that is a God of glory. You're higher uh, than the heavens. You're above us. Your thinking is higher than ours. And we ask today that you would help us, that we would honor you and glorify your great name as we come before you and seek for your guidance. Would we seek guidance recognizing you for being the God that's the God of glory. And we'll give you the praise for you to help us. Save that one nearest hell. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us for Let's Pray. I hope it's been a help to you. If you have need of additional assistance, you may reach us at 207-899-7949. Or you may contact us by going to our website at letspraynow.org. Until tomorrow, I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Bye-bye.